You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've turned the page to March, everybody. Free agency coming up and the draft. Let's talk about it on Locked On Lions on this Monday, March 1st, into Tuesday, March 2nd. What's going on? Matt Derry with you on the Locked On Podcast and Network. Today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code Locked On 20. Locked On 20. And you'll get 20% off your next order with our friends at Built Bar. On the show today, Mel Kuyper Jr. held a draft teleconference from ESPN. Had some interesting things to say about the Lions at number 7. We'll get into that. I took a deep dive today on ProFootballFocus.com. I completely geeked out and looked into the Lions' defense to think, meh, maybe it wasn't so bad. Oh, it was bad. I'll explain. And a possible Lions free agent target might be off the market. We will talk about that as well today on the show. Follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and also on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. A shout out to my guy, my nephew, Andrew Derry. Happy birthday. Um, spring training has started. Baseball is now in full swing. Oh, my gosh. We're a month away from the opener. Tigers Tribe, downtown. I don't know how I'll be there, but I'll be there. Um, all right, so where should we start? I guess we could go into this Mel Kuyper thing. Um, today, Mel Kuyper Jr. held a teleconference with reporters. Many of the uh, Lions beat writers were on this thing as well, asking questions. And it, it got to the point where they were discussing the, the seventh overall pick. And Mel Kuyper Jr. was very adamant today. And that he said that he would not consider a quarterback at number seven for the Lions. He believes that the Lions are going to ride with Jared Goff. And he also thinks that a guy like Zach Wilson, who he really sees as the second best quarterback in this draft, hands down, after Trevor Lawrence, will not be there at number seven. So he views there, there being this, this sort of uh, crater, this impasse, this mountain between Wilson, and then the next best quarterback, you know, crop or group, which would be, of course, headed by likely Justin Fields. Now, again, we've got a lot of time and everything else before we get to the draft. We got a month, but Kuyper Jr.'s quote was, "I would not consider a quarterback for the Lions. I think Jared Goff is a 26-year-old QB." who's been to a Super Bowl, was off to the races, was the number one pick overall, all that. So now I think he has people who are familiar with him, he's familiar with in terms of the front office. To me, you build around the quarterback, end quote. Now again, the Lions have at least two more years of Goff based on the contract. Goff has four years and $134 million um, uh, left on the deal. Or actually, four years and 134 is what he signed back in 2019. The Lions can get out of this thing after two years. Um, you know, the, the question is, what's what's the gap between Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, or Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, or any other prospect? Kuyper was asked that, and he said, "Quote: That's been the issue with Matthew Stafford. He didn't have enough talent around him 
Defensively, the Lions have always had issues. They tried to fix the offensive line, get the right running back, have the receivers stay healthy. They added the tight end. They never had had everything working together. They always would have a strength in this group or that group, but because of injuries and players not living up to their potential or whatever went awry, they were never able to put it all together for Stafford. So hopefully with the new regime, they can do that for Jared Goff. Um, So he's a believer in Jared Goff. He believes he's the right man for the job, end quote. Now, again, a year ago, the Los Angeles Chargers took a quarterback at five, or excuse me, at six in Justin Herbert, and now people have him pegged to be a star. I don't think the Lions are taking a quarterback at seven. Um, I think they do need to drum up business for that spot in order to trade back, whether it's Carolina, Denver, Washington, uh, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, whomever is looking to move up and draft a quarterback. The Lions have got to dangle that number seven pick and get and get a haul back if that's what they think is best for them. If somebody that they don't think is special, if they don't, unless they think somebody is special that they're going to draft at number seven. Now, what about defense? We've talked about uh, talked about the Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons, athletic, a freak. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire has weighed in on this on Twitter, and he and I have had some conversations. Uh, Micah Parsons' um, background in terms of off the field is not squeaky clean. He was accused of hazing fellow teammates. Uh, uh, there was some some uh, allegations of sexual assault on teammates through this hazing. Um, and so that's on his resume. Kuiper was asked about it and said if the Lions stay at seven, Kuiper would rather see the Lions. And again, this is one man's opinion. Okay. Kuiper believes the Lions look at wide receiver at seven over defense and said that he believes that the number seven slot is too high for Micah Parsons. How about that? Too high for Parsons. Some believe that Micah Parsons is a top 10 talent. Daniel Jeremiah has him on, as the 10th best player uh, on his draft board. But again, the Lions have to want to like him and have to value that spot. Linebackers, what, not named Devin White over the last few years? I'm trying to think of linebackers, pure inside or outside linebackers that aren't edge rushers, don't usually go in the top 10. Some people say you can get a linebacker in the third, fourth, or fifth round and develop them or find a freak of nature. Darius Leonard, star, was the second round pick. Unfortunately for the Colts, or fortunately for the Colts, he worked out. Unfortunately for the Lions, their mid-round linebacker picks, Jelani Tavai, Jalen Reeves-Mabin, Miles Killebrew, these guys are special teamers at best. And Jared Davis, of course, a first-round pick, um, is at least for right now not on the roster. I'm going to get to Jared Davis in a second. But I thought these were certainly intriguing comments made by Kuyper. I know many of you will say, the Lions better not take a receiver at seven because of the history. The Lions' history of drafting receivers in the first round, not named Calvin Johnson, have been disastrous, including taking BMW, Mike Williams, and others. You know, so, you know, weapons, Eric Ebron, the list goes on and on. TJ Hawkinson has turned out to be a pretty darn good football player. But we'll see. But I think, and from the people that I've talked to around the Lions, they're going to take the best player available. If that's Devontae Smith and they love him and he's a wide receiver, they're going to take him at seven. Kuiper backs that. 
He thinks the Lions should take a guy like Smith or Waddle or Chase over Micah Parsons. I think the Lions are going to take the best player available at seven. But I do think in the mid to late rounds, they're going to beef up that defense. They have to. And I want to get into what Pro Football Focus has on the Lions defense because I did a little research today and was reading up on it. And we will do that coming up next. First, though, big Monday tonight, college basketball, NBA, NHL, whatever you want. You want to, you you know, wet your pal a little bit, put some money down. You got to use BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be done. But like I said, you got NBA college hoops and the NHL in full swing, and the March Madness tournament, the NCAA tournament, is coming up. Me as a Syracuse fan, we got the NIT. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. And in a month, we got baseball. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine is right there at your fingertips at betonline.ag. All right? Go to the website now, sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, just use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, all right? They've got you covered. All the news, scores, the best odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. You don't have to go to one a website for news to find out if somebody's hurt or not and then place the bet on Bet Online. It's all there for you. they got the injury reports right there. BetOnline.ag. Get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so this past season is one to forget for the Lions, as we know. And they fired Patricia and they fired Bob Quinn. And the defense finished dead last in the NFL. And it was the worst defense statistically in Lions history, worse than the 0 16 Lions from uh, back in 2008. Looking at it now, the Detroit Lions. We're 32, 32nd out of 32 teams in the league. They gave up 6,716 yards. Dead last in the league. On the contrary, the number one defense in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams gave up 4,511 yards. I mean, just flat gross. Gross, right? Horrible. <laughs> I mean, beyond comprehensive, uh, beyond comprehension, how bad it is. Lions pass defense, 30th in the league. Lions run defense, 28th in the league. That's actually better than I thought it would be. But all in all, they get up the most yards, and they were the worst in the league. So today I was on PFF, profootballfocus.com. We love our friends at PFF. And I'm like, all right, there had to have been some bright spots. Who can I highlight on the show that was a bright spot that the Lions would bring back on their defense? Anybody, anybody. And I'm looking up going, you know, maybe there's a, a cornerback. You know, maybe Amanio Ruarie from a PFF standpoint. And again, Pro Football Focus is not everything. But they do grade out each player. They watch every play that every player makes, every snap, and they grade these people. And I'm thinking, all right, what about in the secondary, right? Like, what are we looking at here? Let's just talk about the secondary for a second. Jeffrey Okuda, how did he do this year? PFF graded him with a 42.5. Okay, that's terrible. Terrible. That's 115th, brace yourself, out of 121 cornerbacks that played in the NFL this year. He was the sixth worst. Okay. 
Amani O'Ruarie really can't be. Uh, he had a decent year. We really like him. Second-year player out of Penn State might be a keeper. His PFF grade was a 50.4. That was 100th out of 121 cornerbacks. Justin Coleman can't be any worse, right? 47.4, 111th out of 121 cornerbacks. Oh, my God. And you think Okuda was bad. You think Oruwarie was bad. You think Coleman was bad. Uh-uh. Desmond Trufant finished a third with a 38.4. Now, again, he only played in a handful of games. But that was 120th out of 121 cornerbacks. The second worst grade in the NFL. Daryl Roberts, 88th out of 121, 54.3. So Daryl Roberts was at least above sea level. Whew. How bad is that, right? It's just, that's terrible. Then you're like, all right, what about the safeties? How did the safeties do for the Lions, right? Like, we like Deron Harmon. Deron Harmon's a pretty good player. Now he's a free agent. Might not be back with the Lions. 65.3, not horrible, but not good. 43rd out of 94 safeties. Tracy Walker. Needs a change of scenery. Needs new coaching. Will definitely improve. This season, 51.0. 82nd out of 94 safeties. 12th worst. And Will Harris, 10th worst. 50.5 grade. Ay, ay, ay. Those are your safeties. Those are the guys that played. I'd give you, I don't have a grade for Miles Killebrew or C.J. Moore. They barely were out there. Harmon, Walker, Harris, those are the guys that played. Linebacker. I mean, you know, again, you know. <laughs> the surprise is, is Jared Davis, who finished with a 62.2. That's not that bad. Good for like 34th out of 83 linebackers. Jamie Collins, 64.2, 24th of 83. So he's a top 25 linebacker. Jelani Tavai graded out at a 32.1. That's even lower than Okuda. That's lower than Trufant. 80th out of 83 linebackers. The third, fourth worst. Uh, fourth worst Linebacker in the entire NFL, 32.1. Reggie Ragland, 48.0, 63rd out of 83. That's your linebacking crew. Mm, mm, mm. I, I really was hopeful that these numbers were better. And I know these numbers are old. I'm giving you numbers that were two months old, but I went back and I wanted to look at it for my own sanity. What about along, what about along that D line, right? We thought the interior... Of this D-line wasn't that bad. Wrong again. <laughs> Kevin Strong, 37.6. Again, you want grades like in the 80s, 90s, 70s. Kevin Strong, 37.6. John Penasini, 41.4. Seventh worst defensive lineman in all of the league. 
120th out of 126 as far as interior defensive linemen. Danny Shelton, 51.1, 108th out of 126. Again, on the back half. Deshaun Hand didn't do badly. 65.8, 60th out of 126, out of 126 D linemen. 65.8, is that the highest number we've had uh, that I've mentioned so far? 65, Jamie Collins was 64, yeah. So right now, Deshaun Hand is the highest number. And Nick Williams, 62.7, 67th out of 126. Edge rushers, Everson Griffin, 63.2, 62nd out of 108. Julian O'Quara, 35.5. Austin Bryant, 54.8. And here are your two guys that are definitely top of the line when it comes to um, edge, or just when it comes to defense, period. Well, first of all, Christian Jones, they had labeled as an edge he graded out at a 45.7, 105th out of 108 edge rushers. Christian Jones is, I don't know what he is, but please, I don't want to see him again on this team. The two stalwarts, guys that actually rank in the upper half of the league, Romeo Quara, 68.8, 38th best edge rusher out of 108. And, of course, he had a 10-sack season. Trey Flowers, easily the best Lions defensive player via... The PFF grades, 83.3, ninth best edge out of 108. But again, he only played half the season. So you look back and say, how, to, how bad was it? And then you say to yourself, oh, it was bad. It was real bad. Wow, that's terrible. Those numbers are brutal. Like we're sitting there going, oh, John Penasini's not bad. Seventh round pick as a rookie. Played pretty well. PFF, nope. Seventh worst def interior defensive lineman in the league, according to them. Now, again, he's going to stay because he doesn't cost you anything, and he's a young player. But I'm just making this point. They graded these guys out even worse than I thought. In true font, if they cut him and save some money, they're going to look back on it and go, he was the second worst corner in the league when he was out on the field. Mm. We told you earlier about Built Bar and our new... Uh, promo code, which is locked on 20. How about this? Built Bar Madness is coming this month. Get ready for the Built Bar Tournament at BuiltBar.com. That's right. Built Bar Madness. What would be my number one seeds? Huh. Cookies and cream is a lock number one seed. The new, the, the coconut brownie one over the holidays, that's, God, that's a one seed too. I don't know, man. Mint brownie? I have to start thinking about this. But if you've never had a Built Bar, it's the most delicious, best-tasting protein bar you'll ever have. The new and improved Built Bar is even better. 18 amazing flavors. They got the 12 original flavors and then the six new ones. Cookies and cream, which is money. Caramel brownie, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. They are all good. They are healthy for you. 100% covered in chocolate. Soft, easy to chew. I just love them. Get yourself a free, uh, cool, free cooler. With purchase. And all you got to do is go to BuiltBar.com. Don't get these off any other websites. You can save money by going to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-20, and you'll get 20% off your next order. 
That's promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, folks, uh, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN reported today that he believes and he's heard that the Saints are expected to prioritize free agent safety Marcus Williams to keep. Now, remember, the Saints right now are over the cap by $69.5 million. That's the worst in the league. How are they going to re-sign Marcus Williams? They would have to work some serious magic to keep him. Many believe that the Lions are going to be in the market for a safety and might spend the most money at that position. There are two guys that stand out in my mind. One has Lions ties. That's John Johnson III from the Rams, who they absolutely cannot keep, and of course was drafted by Brad Holmes and the Rams, and Marcus Williams. So if the Saints keep Williams, that's good news for John Johnson III, especially if Williams doesn't hit the open market and the Saints are able to keep him beforehand. We'll see. But we'll see where the Lions go. It's just, it's a name to watch. But the Saints sitting around $70 million, I don't know how they would pull this off. They would have to cut a lot of other players. They'd have to restructure contracts. It can be done in the NFL. But to keep an eye on that one, because if Marcus Williams stays with the Saints, that means there will be more suitors for John Johnson the third who's a pretty good football player and somebody with those Rams ties. He's 25 years of age. Uh, Earlier today, in case you missed it, J.J. Watt signed with the Cardinals. Um, He announced it on his Twitter. I don't like this move. Number one, two years, $31 million. Many people I know in Cleveland wanted him there. Green Bay, Buffalo, and uh, uh, John Gambadoro, who covers the Cardinals out in Arizona and does a great job out there, very good sports talk show host, said that the Bills came in second on this. See, that that to me is the fit. If you're J.J. Watt and you want to win something, Buffalo's primed and ready to win. Green Bay is the best team in the NFC North, and it's home for him, Wisconsin. He's going to go out to Arizona, play a little golf, nice weather. I don't love that fit for J.J. Watt. Those older players, and I'm not comparing them to Emmett Smith. That was a different time. I know Emmett Smith went out to pasture in Arizona. But some of these older guys that go out to Zona, just something about that warm weather and 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 the golf courses, as opposed to if he would have had it play, went to Cleveland, Buffalo, or Green Bay. Does that does that make sense? Do, do people understand where I'm going with this? I think Watt's going to lose a little bit of edge going out there. That's just me when I first saw that. But he's a great guy, and hey, good for him. He's going to get to live out in Arizona where it's warm all the time. All right, that'll do it for a Monday edition, this Monday edition of Locked On Lions. We'll do this again tomorrow.